This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, February 28, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. U.S. trade policy takes center stage as Democrats attempt to woo primary voters in Ohio and Texas. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama have strained to articulate which candidate dislikes NAFTA more. Dan Griswold, the director of Cato's Center for Trade Policy Studies, responds. NAFTA has been an overwhelmingly successful U.S. policy. Let's not forget it came out of the Clinton administration. Bill Clinton and Al Gore shepherded it through a Democratic Congress. Uh, it went into effect January 1st, 1994. And one of the ironies is, the oh, the half dozen years after NAFTA went in, into effect were probably some of the best years the U.S. economy has experienced ever. Uh, low inflation, strong growth, robust uh, job creation, rising wages and family income. Uh, during the 1990s. Of course, NAFTA uh, wasn't primarily responsible for that, but it but it helped. Uh, NAFTA was part of the previous Clinton administration's effort to open the U.S. economy further uh, to trade and globalization. The Uruguay Round Agreements Act came online about the time of NAFTA. Towards the end of the Clinton administration, China was ushered into the WTO. You just look at the record of the U.S. economy in the last 14 or 15 years in the what you might call the NAFTA era, you know, 26 million more Americans working, uh, family income, worker compensation, which is wages, and uh, benefits up uh, smartly. And even the manufacturing sector, uh, which we can expand on in a moment, has, has done very well in the NAFTA era. Now Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama seem to be arguing over who dislikes yes. NAFTA more. You know, it's comical. Uh, here the Democratic candidate, with all the challenges our nation faces in terms of education and terrorism and all that, they're arguing over who is the strongest opponent of this 14-year-old trade treaty that the previous Democratic administration uh, got got passed. It's a kind of rhetorical race to the bottom uh, that, that they're engaged in, and, it, and it's pretty unseemly. Uh, Barack Obama is uh, giving fiery speeches in Youngstown, Ohio, and, and elsewhere that uh, blaming NAFTA for a million jobs, manufacturing jobs lost. Hillary is saying, well, I may have said a few nice things about it in the 1990s, but I've seen the light. And she's echoing uh, o- Obama. And, and really, it's got nothing to do with the NAFTA record, as I think it's plain to see, but it has everything to do with uh, constituent politics within the Democratic Party. The AFL-CIO, the Teamsters, are very strong within the Democratic Party. They're key constituencies when you're battling for the the nomination. And they have taken, I think, mistakenly, tragically, uh, a stand against trade liberalization. And and really, at the end of the day, all this talk about hope and all that, they're, they're, they're peddling a cruel illusion. And that is, we can go in and tinker with this 14-year-old uh, trade treaty with Canada and Mexico, and somehow there's going to be a industrial renaissance in Youngstown, Ohio, and the union membership will uh, uh, rebound and start to grow again. When in fact, uh, what Youngstown, Ohio, and other snowbelt cities are wrestling with are structural changes that have been underway since the 60s and 70s, having to do with America's transition from a kind of a heavy industrial society to really a, a post-industrial, information-based, uh, service-oriented Economy and most parts of the country have made the transition pretty well. It's just some uh, some haven't, and and northern Ohio is one of those regions that is still struggling. This is from Reuters. 
Democratic presidential hopeful Barack Obama assured U.S. trading partners Sunday that he did not oppose free trade despite making increasingly critical comments about multilateral deals such as NAFTA. It is possible to support free trade and be opposed to NAFTA. It, it is, although uh, it's kind of a rhetorical game going on there. I guess we can count it as progress that everybody says, I'm a free trader, but. Uh, but they oppose every significant effort that's been undertaken to expand trade. And, uh, you know, NAFTA is not a, a perfect treaty, but it dramatically lowered trade barriers uh, with our two most important trading partners, uh, and its record of success is, uh, is overwhelmingly positive. I guess I'd say if Barack Obama is opposed to NAFTA, What's he in favor of? Uh, what what would what would a trade agenda look like under an Obama administration? And I think the answer is uh, we'd have a lot less trade liberalization. Uh, that we'll, we're going to hang on to our remaining trade barriers in agriculture, and uh, we we still have relatively high trade barriers against. Uh, shoes and clothing. Ironically, these are products uh, that make up a disproportionately large share of low-income families' budgets. So Barack Obama wants to hang on to what really are regressive taxes against poor U.S. families. In 1992, when then-candidate Clinton was running for president, he also played to the uh, labor unions and then, as president, shepherded NAFTA through is there something really different between the conversation of Democratic candidates in 92 and the Democratic candidates of 2008 on no. trade? In some ways, we've been here before. Candidates, uh, especially on the Democratic side, tend to sound a little harsher towards trade on the campaign trail. They're playing to their base. Bill Clinton in 92 talked about the butchers in Beijing and how he was uncomfortable with NAFTA. And then when he came into office, he became a, a strong advocate of trade liberalization. Part of it's just institutional. Our presidents are always going to see more of the national interests than your typical member of Congress. They have to consider foreign policy uh, considerations. But on the other hand, I think the Democratic Party is different. This is not Bill Clinton 1992's Democrat Democratic Party. They've, they've turned decisively uh, away from trade liberalization, which the Democratic Party has, has championed uh, since FDR and Harry Truman and JFK and, and the previous Clinton administration. And Jimmy Carter. And Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, uh, under Jimmy Carter, we passed uh, another round of uh, GATT negotiations, the Tokyo Round in 1979. So, I think the Democratic Party this time really has uh, taken a turn towards more skepticism towards trade. And the difference between the two Democratic candidates really isn't that great. The difference between Obama and Clinton and John McCain is quite stark. So this fall, I predict we're going to have one of the sharpest differences between the major parties uh, on trade. Dan Griswold is the director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can read more on politicians' trade rhetoric versus reality and get your senator or representative's trade voting record at our website, freetrade.org.